Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank all of you for coming along with us daily, the many thousands of you who listen to us around the country and throughout the globe as we build the bridge to conversation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show daily, 12.06 in the east until 2 p.m. If you don't get both hours of the show, you be sure to download the free C.L. Bryant Show app onto your favorite device and listen to us wherever you go. All the shows are archived right there on the app. Go to the website, theclbryantshow.com, and of course, follow me on Twitter at Rev C.L. Bryant. want to thank our flagship station. Red State Talk, the largest talk platform and the most popular platform in America for having us as part of their family. If you're traveling through Times Square in New York City, look up above Ripley's, believe it or not, and the Red State Talk billboard is right there. And every hour, the C.L. Bryant show does pop up there on the big board and old C.L.'s face looking right back at you there in Times Square. I want to thank all of our terrestrial stations who replay the show on a daily basis. And also, I want to thank Loving Liberty for inviting us into their family as well. Hey, folks, we have a jam-packed show for you today, both hours. First hour, we're going to have good friend and brother of mine, Pastor Peter Pizarro. Second hour, there's a lot that we have to talk about. There's much going on in the country and around the globe right now. The Chinese look like they are ready for freedom. They're shutting down the Hong Kong airport, busiest one in the world. And we have to take a real good look at what's going on with this presidential election. But all of that is coming up in the second hour. But right now, I want you to help me welcome to the show for the first time someone who I have met uh, here in this last couple of years. He has become an integral part of our ministry and the ministry that is headed up by our senior pastor, James A. McMenus at my church. He's my pastor, W.O.G.M. Word of God Ministries, James A. McMenus, and he is doing a fantastic job, not only with our young people and our youth ministry, but he's also a dynamic pastor of our Spanish language ministry as well. He hails originally from Puerto Rico, a territory of the United States, now a United States citizen and also someone who is formerly a 
a baseball star, and he's going to talk all about the transition from that to where the Lord has led him today. Help me welcome to the show for the first time, Peter Pizarro. Welcome to the C.L. Bryan Show. How are you, friend? Man, I'm doing great, man. I want to thank you, Brother CL, for this amazing opportunity, and I'm honored to be with you guys uh, today. Glad that you're here. Glad that you're here, Peter. Peter, I think uh, we want to start by you telling us uh, basically the Peter Bizarro story. Uh, what was it like? Uh, you came from Puerto Rico. I know that you took full advantage of the God-given talents that uh, he has given you, our creator has given you. But tell us about uh, uh, Peter Pizarro. Who is this guy? Where did he come from? What was your childhood like? <laughs> Talk to us about that. Man, man, let me tell you, it all started, you know, on the island of Puerto Rico in a really small town called Loisa. It's about probably 10 minutes from San Juan. Um, and, man, you know, I come from a, from, a, from a broken family. You know, my parents got separated when I was really young. I was only eight years old. And, you know, I grew up without without having a father figure in my life and, you know, I saw the struggle of uh, of my mom and she being able to, you know, with work and keep up with uh, with uh, with three children. And you know, the Lord opened up, you know, an opportunity for us to come here to the states. Um, but before all that, you know, uh, I got saved. I received the Lord Jesus in my life when I was 12 years old. Uh, you know, my grandma, you know, she just kept praying for me and. And uh, I finally gave up and said, you know what, you know, uh, church is not only for for older people, but, you know, the Lord's willing to use, you know, children and teenagers that, you know, for his kingdom. Um, and I decided, you know, uh, to turn my life to the Lord. Um, and, you know, when I was 15 years old, uh, Brother CL, uh, my brother got an opportunity to come play baseball here uh, in Shreveport. And, you know, later on, uh, you know, I came to uh, to live with him. And we had some, uh, some family members here in Shreveport that, that I came to live with, and, you know, the opportunity of playing baseball opened up so many other doors. Uh, you know, I went to Burr High School, graduated, got drafted right out of high school uh, to uh, professional baseball, uh, played with the California Angels for five years, and, and uh, man, I was, I was just following, following my dream. And, uh, you know, later on, you know, due to injuries and so many things, you know, my career ended. Uh, but when my career ended, you know, as a, as a, you know, as a player, you know, that's when the Lord started off with, uh, with ministry. I'm so thankful for that. Peter, let me, Peter, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I, I see, and I have known, uh, many, uh, baseball players and, uh, uh, athletes, soccer players from, uh, Latin America and, uh, various countries in Latin America. And, uh, they are many times incredibly gifted as far as sports is concerned. Growing up, uh, was your natural ability to, to play sports, was that uh, something that you saw as perhaps your way out? Is that what your brother recognized as perhaps the way out or the way to help your family? Talk to us about uh, what you saw in what God had given you uh, as a talent. You know, for sure, that is something that, uh, you know, in the, in, that, uh, in the countries that we live in, sports is one of the ways that, that uh, one of the easiest ways that you can, you know, come out and be able to support your family is being able to not, not have, 
you know, many families don't have the income, the job uh, opportunities that you can receive here in America. And, you know, any time that, that uh, there's so many players, so many players, uh, you know, uh, you know, back home in Puerto Rico, you know, they, they play baseball, they play basketball. So many of them play soccer as well. And, and you know, it's one of the, uh, I'll say, it's one of the fastest ways, you know, to, uh, to come out and, and, be, uh, and be known. Uh, and there's so many, so many uh, uh, teenagers and young athletes that, you know, that's their goal. You know, that's their goal is just to, to come out and be able to, uh, to use their gift and talent, you know, to bring God glory and not just that, but, but, um, but provide for their families that are, that I well need. Yes, sir. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. You mentioned that you came from a home that was broken. You didn't have a father figure growing up uh, in that home. Uh, and, of course, that is the, the situation here in America. Between, between Millions, millions of young people are in that same uh, type of situation right now. And it's easy to notice that you have chosen to be a light to those, those young people who may very well be in those situations. My question is this. Is uh, that missing male figure in the home the same? I think our audience needs to hear this from you. Is it the same in Puerto Rico as it is in Shreveport or America? Talk to us about what it's like not to have that father figure, yet you see that hardworking mother trying to support that family Talk to us about what that did and has done to shape the life of Peter Pizarro. Man, let me tell you, I know that uh, you know it's, it's always been it's always been a, a topic of mine, and uh, you know, and you know, growing up without without a father, I mean, I can't, you know, it's not it's not an easy thing, and it's not easy on the children, and, and it's not even easy on the, on my mom as well. Uh, and being able to to see other families uh, that you know they have both mom and dad in their life that really affect me a lot um, because I was always wondering why can my family be like this and you know for a long time I let it I let it bother me and and and, and so many other you know people in, in my family they're doing with this you know they're dealing with the same thing and. You know, so many times parents they get they can get caught up on all the things they want to accomplish. They want to make money. They want to have better things. That sometimes they forget what is the more most important thing, and it's just each other and having one another. Uh, but you know, being being able to see my mom, you know, doing everything that she could just to provide for us, and I was thankful that you know my 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 grandma she was in our lives and. And while while my mom was at work, you know, I was able to to stay with her, with my brothers and sisters, uh, and she took care of us. You know, took us to school and made sure that that we received the education that we needed. Uh, but yeah, it was definitely it was definitely tough. But what I can tell the, the the younger generation that might be going through the same thing is that you know we cannot you know we can control so many times what happens with our parents. But one thing we can control is and not make the same mistakes that they did and just decide to to not use that as an excuse to not give everything you got and follow your dreams because that's one of the things that that it could have kept me from from reaching out to my goals and keep fighting for what I wanted if I would have just 
you know, focus on, okay, I don't have a dad. I don't, you know, my family's old. You know, I can say you're all messed up. And, but I didn't let that stop me from 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 going out and just following my dreams. And the Lord saw that. He honored that. And he opened doors for me to just go out and uh, and follow my dreams and, and uh, uh, you know, and play professional baseball, which that was my dream as a kid. Uh let me ask but now, you know, now that he's over. You know, let me I ask you this. I love and that let me ask you this. Peter Pizarro is my special guest, uh, former baseball star, California Angels. And uh, he was with them for five years. Injury, as it does for many athletes, uh, has now ended his career. But God has opened up other doors for him in a huge way, a big way. And he can do the same thing for anyone. But let's talk about uh, that journey. Uh, as a, a young man and the young people that he serves today uh, as a disciple of Jesus Christ. And full disclosure, all of you know that I am a disciple of Jesus Christ and Peter Pizarro has an incredible fire within him to preach the gospel of our Lord and Savior. Peter, with that said, let me ask you this. Uh, there are young people today who are experiencing a lot of things that uh, me, I'm much older than you are, uh, that, that, uh, I, I just didn't experience. Is there, uh, a different approach or I don't know if different is the word, but is there an approach that must be used to reach young people today with the message of Jesus Christ? Now, I know that Puerto Rico is a predominantly Catholic, uh, uh, island, uh, Catholic nation, but, uh, it seems as though the evangelical effect of, uh, Christianity has reached you. In fact, in your preaching, there is no doubt about it that that hey man you you are all about uh, uh, the evangelism of Jesus Christ what is it that the church must do now in order to reach young people so that we can have more Peter Pizarro's come to the forefront with the gospel message talk to us <laughs> man let me tell you I think that uh you know everything's we all know that it starts at our, at our home and and, 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 you know, being able to pour out to your younger ones now while you have them at home and being able to remind them who they are in Christ and the plans that the Lord has for them uh, is so important uh, because, the, 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 you know, the, the, the times that we live in, you know, so many, so many families, you know, can cut up in the daily life of going to work, going home, going to school, and it just becomes a pattern that sometimes we can forget you know, so many people, they might not even remember the last time that they lay hands on their children and just remind them of their promises of God. And, you know, and that's why, you know, later on, you know, if we if we don't do a good job at home, now we have our students, we have our, our teenagers, they're learning stuff from this world, and they're getting their names from this world, just like it happened with, uh, you know, in uh, in the book of Daniel where, you know, when King Nebuchadnezzar, he took the Hebrews come, uh, you know, to uh, to Babylon, and the very first thing that they did, Brother Seal, was change their name. And But, you know, later on in the story, it tells you that, that they did not bow down to, to what the king had to offer. But if you get deeper into the story, you have to know what the Lord gave them as a nation to how to, how to train their kids. 
and that was, you know, while, while they were sitting at the table, they were they were listening to the word of God on their way to, on their way when they were when they woke up and when they lay down, they were constantly listening to the promises and what the Lord has for them, and that is something that that we're lacking, you know, uh, now in this in this time that we live in, is that so many students they don't know who they are, and that is an identity crisis that they're trying to find their identity on on who follows them on people that they want to be, and they're constantly trying to be like someone else instead of who God is calling them to be. And I feel like that is a big that is a big problem. And, you know, us as a church and as a ministry, we're doing everything we can to reach out to them here at the church, reaching out to their schools, which that is something that is huge uh, for any minister that is listening to, uh, to this, uh, uh, this station right now. It's so important to visit them to their school so they can see that you are, we're not just trying to get them to church, but we want to be part of their world. And, uh, and I believe that is a huge, uh, uh, a huge uh, way to reach out to them and this generation that, that we live in. My special guest is uh, Peter Pizarro, pastor uh, at Word of God Ministries. He's a youth leader there, and he is the pastor of our Spanish language ministries. That's the first uh, Sunday evening at Word of God Ministries. And I'm telling you, folks, if you want an absolutely electric time worshiping uh, with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and worshiping before our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You be sure to come on out. We're going to tell you how to do that a little bit later on in the show. When we come back, we're going to continue with Peter Pizarro. And I want all of you American youth, and I know school has started again, but I know that many of them uh, do, in fact, listen to replay as we replay the show. So I want to get this in. Peter, you coming from uh, Puerto Rico and uh, seeing the things that are available to you there, I want you to speak to the American kids about uh, why it is that uh, they have such an advantage over perhaps someone coming from a, a Latin American territory or country. Uh, when I want you to talk to them about the uh, missed opportunities maybe that they don't see as being citizens of this country. What do you appreciate about this country? Hold that thought until we come back after this short break. You're all listening to the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast and border to border throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known. And when we talk about people who do come to our nation and contribute to the fiber and the growth of our nation, we're talking about people just just like my guest today, Peter Pizarro, who we will uh, continue with after uh, these this these messages, these short the short break that we're going to be on. Be sure to download the free CL Bryant Show app onto your iPhone or favorite device, and of course, follow me on Twitter at Rev C L Bryant as we build the bridge to conversation daily right here on the C.L. Bryant Show over Red State Talk Radio and various other platforms throughout our nation. Also, I want to thank Loving Liberty. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Word of God Ministries, remember that name. It is pastored by my good friend and my pastor, James A. McMenus. You come on out and be with us in the 8 o'clock, 945, 11.30 services every Sunday there in Shreveport, Louisiana. Word of God Ministries, WOGM. WOGM uh, dot com WOGM uh, go there and uh, find out how you can become a part of a movement to make Jesus famous throughout the entire world. My special guest is youth leader, pastor and pastor of our Spanish language ministry there at WOGM Peter Pizarro, former baseball star, California Angels and on with me today, my friend, I want to uh, thank you for coming on with me and I'd like for you to tell us now uh, how uh, many times we as Americans uh, who were born in this country raised in this country is there something that maybe our youth miss about having the privilege of being in America talk to us from your perspective having seen life growing up in Puerto Rico and now your children and we're going to talk about uh, your family here a little bit uh, in just a minute but talk to us about maybe the advantages that the young people in this country miss uh, that they have uh, from your perspective? Man, let me tell you, I know that uh, um, growing up, you know, when it comes down to the education side of it, you know, sometimes it's so hard uh, for, uh, for families to, uh, uh, to put their kids in a, in a, in a school or or because uh, I mean, there's so many people that that uh, that you know they want to receive an amazing education, uh, but not even you know the the classrooms are full, and you know there's not too many resources that too many schools can provide, and you know that's one of the things that that you know here with the difference there and and, and here is that you know there's so many resources here that 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 are that are available to you, uh, and you know whenever you come from a country that you don't have much. And you see everything that 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 the difference here. You know, you have you have a room with an AC. You know, there. I mean, you are you're trying to stay focused to uh, and listen to a teacher in a in a hot weather. And there's so many things that uh, uh, that I can see that you know uh, American students. You know, the 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 way that that uh, that that they receive an education and the resources they have compared with what we have back home is totally not the same. Uh, but there's still students that they're trying to do everything they can to make sure that that uh, they pay attention, to make sure that they uh, they give it all they got, because I mean there's not too many options. It's either you become an athlete or you become someone important in society, 
to be able to make a good life back home, and, and, and it's just it's tough. It's tough, Brother Seal. I can imagine that it is. And, uh, folks, um, an attitude of gratitude is something that uh, we all should have. And take it from Peter, uh, the opportunities and the resources, he said, that we have here many times are taken for granted. And uh, WOGM Academy, Word of God Academy, WAGA, is one of the finest schools in all of the land. And those of you who are in the Shreveport, Bossier City area, if in fact you are looking for uh, an education that will give your child a Christian worldview, and that's important. We've talked about it on this show many times, uh, a Christian worldview. You would be very well served to check out W-O-G-A, Word of God Academy, W-O-G-A, Word of God Academy for your child. Now, Peter, uh, you found love once you came here to uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. You have two lovely daughters and a beautiful wife. Talk to us about that experience. And uh, I, I, I see you almost every Sunday when I'm in town and I see you and your family together, man. And it just warms my heart. My wife and I have been together over 40 years and it just warms my heart to see a young man who is as dedicated to being a father and a husband as you are. But talk to us about uh, how uh, that uh, uh, relationship jumped off. I remember you you saying to all of us one time when you were up to preach that uh, there was a language barrier at one time, but somehow you overcame that. Share that story with us. <laughs> Man, I, I, I'm blessed to, uh, you know, that the Lord has given me a wife that supports me. And, you know, Brittany Pizarro, she, uh, uh, you know, when we first met, we met uh, with, uh, we met in high school. And uh, she used to be a softball player there, CL. And, and uh, you won't believe that she, uh, she was a catcher as well. And that was my primary position as, you know, as a, as a baseball player. So, you know, one time I just went to go watch her games and, uh and, man, can you believe she hit a grand slam? You know, she hit that ball out of the park with bases loaded. And from that moment forward, I knew she was going to be the one. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was like, man, I know that she can teach me so many things. And, you know, I was able to get to know her. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, later on, you know, we got married. And now we have two beautiful uh, daughters, Callie Gray, which is seven, and Chloe uh, is two years old. And, you know, we've been married for, you know, for nine years. And, and uh, man, it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing. And uh, and I'm just so thankful for her. And uh, she's actually the, one of the children's director here at Word of God. So she has a passion for, for kids. And uh, she's well involved here at Word of God Ministry. And she does an amazing job, uh, you know, at it. And uh, we're just both doing ministry, and that is something that we both love, doing ministry together here at Word of God. Let me just say this. Uh, you go, Brittany, hitting that grand slam, girl. I mean, it landed you a fine husband. <laughs> and, uh, hey, I got to tell you, just from, just from Jane and I, you go, girl. Uh, let me ask you this, uh, Peter. 
Uh, focus. Let's talk about the word focus. Uh, as an athlete, I, I know that uh, you have to be focused. And uh, is that also the way that it must be when we begin to follow Christ as a disciple? Are there so many distractions? Talk to us about youth distractions. I know we have the Internet and all kinds of things, uh, video games, what have you, uh, that can uh, cause us to lose focus. But relate it to us uh, as an athlete, uh, as a catcher, you had to be able to zero in on what was being pitch to you, man. And you, you gave the signals even uh, to the pitcher uh, as to what, right. what was to be thrown across the plate. Uh, talk to us about how Paul, the Apostle Paul, often related uh, uh, being a follower of Christ to being a runner or an athlete. Talk to us from your athletic perspective about how Christians need to be focused. Man, let me, uh, I know that, uh, uh, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind, you know, uh, uh, when the word focus is that the first thing that you, you need to have a vision. Whenever you're following the vision for your life, that's going to help you stay focused with everything that you want to accomplish. Whenever you keep your eyes in the prize and you know what you want to accomplish in life. I know from a, from a, from a player perspective, you know, I had a ball coming at me at 98 miles per hour, so I had no time to react. So I had, you know, I didn't have any time to get distracted. Um, and whenever you put that in the, uh, in the, uh, in the, in our Christian walk, you know, it's so easy to get distracted with so many things that, that are going on in this world. You know, you got social media drama, you got all these, uh, 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 all these news that we hear, all these negative news that we hear, you know, daily. And it's so easy to find, uh, to get distracted, you know, and just put our eyes and, and hope in things that, that, that are not that won't last and uh and as a christian it does not matter how you know how tough it gets sometimes we have to keep our eyes in the prize we have to stay focused in uh what the lord has for our lives and a story that comes to mind is when uh is peter peter whenever he stepped out of the boat and you know and he started walking when the wind started going uh you know in the opposite direction you know he got distracted you know he lost focus of of the master and uh and he started sinking and that's one of the things that could happen to to any teenager or any or any christians that whenever you put your 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 focus in something else that is not god you are going to start sinking you're going to lose focus you're not going to be uh as effective as you as you want to be, just because you're putting your uh, your your eyes on something else other than God. You know, Peter, when I, I think about uh, people that I have known uh, in my lifetime, I, I, I could very easily have gone down the wrong uh, path myself. And I have known uh, professional athletes, uh, uh, Joey Bell, Albert Bell, uh, who played with the Cleveland Indians, a uh, personal friend of mine, grew up uh, with him, actually sort of like a little brother uh, to me, and uh, I grew up in the same home church here in Shreveport. And... Uh, Joey and I have talked about, Balbert and I have talked about how the, some guys that we grew up around and knew as we were coming along uh, took the wrong path. And uh, you came to Christ at a young age. I came to Christ at a young age. But there were always temptations. Talk to us now about the professional temptations. Uh, we have the privilege of knowing 
uh, Stromile Swift, who is the coach, uh, our basketball coach uh, at Word of God Ministries and has been on the show uh, a few times. And uh, he talks about focus and he talks about the temptations of being a professional athlete. Share with us some of those things that us regular people who have never played professional ball or ever been in that uh, surrounding, that type of atmosphere. Talk to us about the things that can pull you away. Uh, is it the same for young people here today? And talk to us about that world a little bit. Man, let me, uh, I know that, uh, you know, being in the professional level, you know, too many people want to get there. And, and, you know, whenever you reach that point of, you know, that you always wanted to be, you're signing autographs, people want to be like you, and you're, you're doing so many things uh, that, you know, too many people just dream of. You know, sometimes, you know, when the fame has come and, and you feel like, like you have it all together, and, uh, and that's something that is very, is very, uh, is very dangerous, uh, Brother Seal, because uh, you feel that you have arrived and that you feel like you have it all. And uh, it's very easy to uh, to get distracted and lose focus of of, of things. Um, and one of the things that helped me, uh, you know, there was surrounding myself with godly friendships and relationships. Because uh, the moment that that you start surrounding yourself with people that are only gonna they're gonna try to take you to the club, they want to spend money and things that that they know they shouldn't. You know, they were not honoring their wives. They were not honoring their, their spouses. And surrounding yourself with the right people is something that is, that is, that is huge, you know, in my life. And even now as a minister. Uh, but back then, you know, I saw so many players, uh, you know, their careers ended just because of a, of a wrong decision that they, uh, that they did on a Friday night or Saturday night where they decided to rather put their, their, their desires, their flesh desires in place instead of remembering why they were there and, you know, the reasons why they were there. And it's so easily, you know, uh, and I can imagine for, uh, for, for even teenagers these days with so many things that this world has to offer, you know, is I know it's hard to stay focused on the things that, that you want. And, you know, that's why it's so important to surround yourself with people that have the same vision and the same goals, and uh, and that's one that's what one of the things that I can encourage these uh, the teens of this generation. Absolutely, and you know, uh, is it time then uh, for and, and and folks when we talk about uh, young men and women who uh, don't have a father figure or a uh, a, a pattern of a, a female a motherly figure in their life even and there are, there's a growing number of young people who don't have an example of a female in their life they don't have mother or father in in their life Peter is there is is it time for men and women who are godly men and women who who are trying their best to follow the discipleship and follow the pattern of serving God to step up to the plate and mentor young people uh, is there a need for that is there a lack of that in our nation I know that you do it I know that you and Brittany are all about that and our, our church is all about that and we just came out of an uncommon uh, 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 series uh, there at the church that was just off the chain and you contributed to that and many others Pastor James Sister Chrissy McMinnis contributed in a mighty way uh, to that uh, is it 
time now to send that message to the adult community that you need to find somebody, even if you have children of your own, and mentor them. In this segment, we've got about four minutes, but I want you to stay with me through the break. But start answering that question for us. Yes, sir. I know that uh, it's so important, you know, for uh, for us as parents to uh, to uh, to look in and, and disciple our kids and, and while they're young, uh, and just tell them to live an uncommon life, which means that you don't have to be like somebody else. You don't have to be a copy of somebody else. You can be, you know, who God is calling you to be. Uh, and that is something that is so important for parents these days that, you know, uh, the last time that I spoke to our students, I asked them a straight-up question. When was the last time that you heard something positive from your parents? When was the last time that you heard that you were beautiful or that, that you, the Lord had a plan for your life? And out of 150 students, nobody raised their hand, Brother CL. And that is something that breaks my heart because it's even in happening in congregations that, that yes, we want to follow Christ, but we forget that our kids and our family is the very first ministry that the Lord has given us. The family is the very first ministry that the Lord has given us. Peter, when you gave that statistic just now that you were speaking to a crowd of 150 upward uh, young people and folks, I want you don't want you to miss this. I don't want you to miss this because uh, most of you out there, 90 percent of you out there uh, have children of your own nieces, nephews, grandchildren of your own. He asked them the question. When was the last time? When was the last time that you heard from your parents or guardians? I love you or you're beautiful or something positive from them, not a hand. Listen to me now. Uh, Hear me, please. Hear me, please. Not not a hand went up. So I have to ask you, all of you, many thousands of you listening. I have to ask you, when was the last time? You said that to your child. When was the last time you said that to your grandchild, your nieces, your nephews? My children are all grown now. In fact, they're the ages of Peter. But I still tell them, still tell them how lovely they are, how blessed I am to have them in my life. My daughters still come and they get up in my lap just like they did when they were little girls at Thanksgiving time when they come home to see mama and daddy. They still love their fathers. Fathers, love your daughters. Love your sons and be an example to them. Peter, stay with me through the break. There is much more that I want to talk with you about on the other side of the break. Americans, if we are to save our children and pass on to them godly principles that they will not despise us for not doing it, we had better start talking to them. We had better start telling them just what a gift they are from the Lord. That comes from Peter Pizarro today, my special guest on here with me, former baseball star and also now a star making Jesus famous among men here on in this earth realm at Word of God Ministries. 
And Peter, I just see the Lord blessing you in incredible ways as you grow and glow in his name, giving him the glory. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast and border to border. Don't go away. We have a jam-packed second hour as well. There's a lot that we got to talk about, but we're going to continue with Peter Pizarro when the C.L. Bryant Show returns. And if you don't get both hours of the show down, Download free the C.L. Bryant Show app. I'll be back in just a minute. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I CL back with you on this great day in the USA. That was D-Rock. His latest hit, I Am an American. I was blessed to lend my voice to the opening of his newest song, his newest release. And you can get it wherever music is sold. I Am an American. I want to remind you folks, in Columbia, South Carolina, this weekend I'll be coming your way and looking forward to talking to you. And then the following week, you folks in Frisco, Frisco. Go Texas. I'll be over there with you. And then uh, a couple of weeks from now, I'll be down with you guys in Palm Beach, Florida. So I am looking to take it on the road and also carry with me the gospel of Jesus Christ and the good news of America. That's my ministry. That's what I do. And on with me is someone who is also carrying the good news of Jesus Christ and making him famous uh, among our young people at Word of God Ministries, where our pastor, James A. McManus, is the shepherd of that flock, along with his lovely wife, Chrissy McManus. We want to thank them for allowing God to use them in magnificent ways and bringing to us people like Peter Pizarro and all of our ministerial team there at Word of God Ministries. Peter, um, as we begin to close out the show and the home stretch of the show today. And man, I got to tell you, it's been absolutely fabulous talking to you. You've been so informative and uh, the response that I'm getting is, is absolutely great to uh, this interview. I want to ask you this about, uh, I ask everyone that comes on the show, this question uh, as we wrap up interviews. And I want to ask you this question now, of course, you're a young man. Now you and Brittany are a young couple have young children. And of course your ministry 
always young and uh, Lord blesses you to have long life and I pray that over you right now on the earth so that you may preach the gospel as long as uh, we are here and Jesus does not return. Talk to us about legacy, your legacy. What do you want to leave behind? What do you want people to say about you, your life, uh, when you decide to hang up your gospel cleats and when you decide to uh, just take Brittany by the hand, sit on the porch for a little while and just rock and you're looking back over your life. Talk to us about what do you want to be said about the life that Peter Pizarro has led? Man, uh, one thing that I want people to remember is that, you know, I, is, as a person, uh, and I'm also a coach, that, you know, the way that, that, uh, that, that I impact their life was by them getting closer to Christ. You know, he's someone that, with his message, you know, I had to change my life. And with his message, you know, uh, I, I want to be able to uh, get closer to God. And, uh, and that is one thing that, that, uh, that I prayed is that when I'm not longer here, that, that uh, the leaders uh, that have been under my influence, that they will be the ones who take that next step. They will be the ones that will stand up for Christ everywhere they go. And, uh, and that is something that, that, as a minister, that is something that, uh, that gets me going is that, you know, the leaders, the, the students that I'm ministering to right now, they will be the ones who will be leading my kids when I'm no longer here. So if I'm not, if I don't do a, a, a good job making sure that they get the gospel, making sure that, that they're getting closer to God, the next generation that comes after me, we don't want them to be the ones who will forget God, but we'll be the ones who will, will, will remember God and share the gospel of Christ. Uh, you know, when we're not longer here. Yes, sir. When, uh, when you use this word, you used a word that I, I, I can't let you go without dealing with it uh, because I don't think many of us realize uh, whether, whether, whether you, you think people, uh, the young people are seeing you or whether, whether you don't realize that they see you. There is, is there, let me ask you this, is there an influence? You just used the word Influence the the people that you are ministering to right now. Uh, there is an influence that you have on them. Peter, talk to us about the influence that character character has on young people. I hear our pastors say it all the time, and and and, and we know this to be true that uh, it, people would much rather see a sermon than hear a sermon. And Peter, like I was telling you about uh, when I see you and your family uh, together, I'm seeing I'm seeing a sermon. I'm, I'm not just not just not just just hearing what you 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 preach about, but I, I see that. And then you're unashamed to get on uh, national radio and this platform that we have to express that. How important is it for us to be the influence on and off the field, on and off uh, the platform when we are speaking? How important for us to be real about our relationship as men and women with Jesus Christ? Do our young people, uh, are they watching us? Talk to us about it. Man, they're constantly watching us. You know, from from a kid's perspective, you know, you know, you got 
you know, you got children that are trying to do everything that their parents are doing. And uh, our students, you know, they're constantly looking at us. And there's, there is a time, you know, we live in a time that we cannot, we cannot play around with, with our Christianity. It's a time for us to get serious about our, our walk with God um, and, you know, our character. You know, the best sermon, and you said it, the best sermon that you can ever preach is what people see in you. Are you being a godly example to to in your in your home, in your job, you know, and uh, everywhere you go, will people will be able to see Christ in your life without you saying a word? And that is something that that I'm thankful for brothers like you and Pastor James that that have taught me how the integrity and the character of of someone is so important uh, because your integrity and your character that is who you are when nobody's watching. That is who you are, and it's so important for us to be real and for us to guide the next generation that is coming uh, with, uh, with a godly example and influence them in the right way. How do people get a hold of you? How do they get a hold of the ministry? And um, the, I'll give you the final word. What's the final word that you want to share with our audience? But first, tell us how to get a hold of the ministry and uh, what what's coming up. Well, any, anything on the horizon that you're working on that uh, we might need to know about? Peter Pizarro. Man, we're so excited about what is coming up, you know, uh, or or 25th anniversary for WOGM, Word of God Ministry, is September 1st. And let me tell you, CL, the Hispanic ministry, we will have, we'll be having our two-year anniversary on the same date. You know, that is something that is not coincidence, and that is not something that I started just by accident. But what an honor it is that the same date, that or Watergate Ministries, you know, uh, uh, for the American congregation is on the same day as our Hispanic congregation. You know, we meet every sun, uh, uh, the first Sunday of the month at 6.30 p.m., and, you know, everybody's welcome. Uh, and also for our student ministry, you know, we meet every every single Wednesday night at 6.30 p.m. at the Watergate Gym, and we just want to make Jesus famous, and we just want to uh, uh, do everything we can that we are empowering students and people with the Word of God. And folks, listen, if you have not been to Word of God Ministries on Wednesday evening, not only is it it's absolutely explosive uh, when Pastor James is teaching the Word, but we can hear uh, many times inside the sanctuary, the main sanctuary of our uh, uh, church, Word of God Ministries there in Shreveport, Louisiana, the excitement that's going on over in the youth ministry on Wednesday night, we can hear the music and we just know that the young people are excited about what's going on over there. I want to say that to say this. If you want your children to have a relationship and a dynamic time in having a, a relationship with Jesus Christ, bring them out to Word of God Ministry, Shreveport, Louisiana, on Wednesday 
evenings. 6.30 is when service jumps off. You want to get there early. Uh, 6 o'clock, uh, I advise you to get there early. And certainly, if you're coming to any of the services, 8 o'clock, 9.45 or 11.30 services there at the church, uh, please come out and be sure to bring your young people with us. And understand this as well. On the first Sunday nights at 6.30, there is a Spanish ministry that Peter heads up, and he is a dynamic preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And folks, I just want to leave you with this. You can speak whatever language you want to speak, but Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And come on out and be a part of a ministry that is on a mission to make him famous. Peter, listen, God bless you and God keep you is my prayer. Continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. Peter Pizarro, thank you so much. Be sure to tell Brittany and the folks there at the church that I said, hey, may not be seeing you for a couple of weeks, but I'll be looking forward to talking to you in a little while. Yes, sir. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for Thank being you, on, brother. man. I love you and I honor you. Thank you for the opportunity. Love you too, man. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. That was Peter Pizarro. Peter is the youth director, youth minister there at Word of God Ministry, Shreveport, Louisiana, and he is the pastor of our Spanish language ministry, jumping off every first Sunday night, uh, every first Sunday night, yes, of uh, the the uh, the the uh, the month there at Word of God. Go to wogm.com. I may have messed that up, but go to wogm.com and you can. And get all of the information there. And hey, listen, uh, we are a church who is, in fact, reaching the nations. Yeah, it's just we do start at home. There is no no question about it right here in, in our Jerusalem, Shreveport, Louisiana. And then we spread it abroad in the uttermost parts of the world. That is the commission that we have been given by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I assure you that if you are hungry, if you're thirsting, after the righteousness of God, I know a place where you can find it. I found it there myself uh, after being a, a, a pastor for, for years and looking for a place where my wife and I could, in fact, be fed by a fire breathing word of God ministry minister. And that is James A. McManus, our pastor. We just love him. And I'm sure you'll love the congregation yourself. You'll love the pastor and the ministry that is going on there. Just had to throw that in there. No doubt about it. Yes, shamelessly I will tell you about how God has blessed my family through this ministry and with people like Peter Pizarro who has been my special guest. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be back with more of the C.L. Bryant show. Going to switch our focus to national issues when we return. Hey, the people in China talking about hunger and thirst. They're hungry and thirsting for freedom, liberty. That's what they want. They want dominion 
over their own land. Our pastor tell us, and if you can read it for yourself there in the first book of Genesis, the first gift that God gave to mankind was dominion. The Chinese are screaming for it. We're going to talk about how they're going to get it when we return with more of the show. After the top of the news, we're going to deal with all of that. So hang around, tell a friend, get the app. I'll be right back. Weekday afternoons, rub shoulders with trusted voices of truth and insight. The American Mutsos Show with Eric Mutsos. The Read Hour with Lawrence W. Reed. Loving Liberty with Brian Hyde. The Liberty Effect with Ammon Bundy. And Stranger Than Fiction with Ralph DeLugas. Right here on the Loving Liberty Radio Network. (laughs) 